0: Happy New Year, and welcome to Tribal Council, a show in which two brothers who hadn't seen Survivor before started from the very beginning. I'm Patrick.
1: And I'm Chris. And this week, we're going to talk about the first three episodes of Season 18, Token Chains. Did you know I'm older? Than token, gene. then, token like, genes, token The state of Brazil was not established until 1988. Oh
0: wow! I was like, I'm also older than token sheen's The season of Survivor.
1: um Yeah, it was. Uh, yep, established formed in 1988. So I am older than token genes. Token wow. genes. Do you know what that means? To- token genes. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's a place in Brazil. Right, but that place is named after something. Like, what does the word token genes mean?
0: I would guess, like, instruments or musicians.
1: Uh, it means toucan's beak.
0: Oh, okay. Toka is, like, to play, like, to play an instrument.
1: Mm, wow. Well,
0: so I thought that might be part of it, but... It's not. Uh, I mean, what is a toucan's beak if not a musician and an instrument all in one? You know? Uh-huh. I got him. Got him. Our
1: two, our two tribes this season are Jalapal and Timbira. Jalapal is uh also a region in brazil
0: which is actually where it's filmed i think
1: and timbira is like a a group of people like a native group like people there
0: and it's a song by kesha and pitbull
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah it was just that's what when it's going down they meant they're going like down south to visit timbira people right exactly we're yelling timbira mm-hmm. they go down to timbira while they eat jalapow poppers
0: <laughs> it was a uh, the first these first few episodes that we were watching uh they do not know how to pronounce jalapow and it is very funny to me every time
1: yeah somebody at least one person uh just says jalapeno multiple times because it does look like the word jalapeno spelled out it does for the most part. do you so you did some research on the Token
0: Sheen's region, I can tell. Um, I did not do any research on that. How close is this geographically to, like, the Amazon?
1: Well, the Amazon is huge. And so the I believe the Token Sheen's region, uh, like, dips into the Amazon region a little bit.
0: I'm curious if this was filmed, like, how close this was filmed to where they filmed season six. Because both of them were in brazil
1: yeah i don't know for whatever reason i don't know if i was looking up maps when we did brazil for whatever reason season six i felt like was really far north and this is more like in the middle of brazil but i could be completely making that up
0: um season six was formed in rio negro uh and token chains was filmed in jalapau
1: um and from oh, very, yeah, very... so what I said was, I think, right, yeah, Rio Negro is, like, way the northwest of Brazil, and then Tocantins is more in, like, the center of Brazil, kind of.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, so it's, like, pretty far from, these are not, it's not, like, uh, Palau and Micronesia, they just, like, called two different things, but actually, they were filmed in the same place, like, literally same beaches. Uh, this is, like, just two different regions of
1: Brazil. Entirely. Yeah, like yeah, they're like over a thousand miles away from each other, probably. Um yeah. interesting. Okay. Yeah, I did get a lot of vibes when they started this. Uh it like was reminding me of older seasons. Like parts of this reminded me of the Australian Outback season. Mm, yeah. I and agree. And their first they start by their first trek they do made me think of Guatemala. I think that's the season where they had to do uh-huh. a trek to start off with.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> a lot of um, so, listeners, to be totally transparent, I have watched almost this entire season at the time of this recording, and Chris has watched slightly beyond what we're actually going to talk about today. Um, but uh, I will say that there are many times throughout the season when I'm like, oh, that's like that season, that's like that season, that's like that season. And I feel like they are trying to bring back old things to figure out like what works and what doesn't work, including like some challenges felt like some of them are totally new and some of them are like oh yeah we've done this before they're trying it again um or the the hike thing i was like they're trying this again um even the very beginning aspect of uh the, getting into the episode a little bit the first we listeners we're talking about season or er, not season we're talking about episodes 1 through 3 today so in the beginning of the first episode after they get everything off of the van they then do a vote immediately to say like two people that will not continued or that, that will not join them on this journey um which we'll talk about what that more means in a minute but that reminded me of uh boy palau i think um when everybody's actually on the same beach at first and then they like pick tribes on like day two or day three and the two people that don't get picked ended up going home um yeah. Sure yeah.
1: yeah yeah so they they start off here I immediately noticed they were wearing clothes based off of color. Is this the first time I can remember? If this happened,
0: I don't remember this happening before. I, I at least not this obviously. This seemed very obvious.
1: Yeah, it was really nice. I like that. It's like makes it so much more easy when you're watching and to tell when they switch between tr- tribes and stuff when people are wearing the color that goes with them. So that's nice to see because that is still something that's ongoing in the current season, the new era. Um. They start on a truck with Jeff, and he tells them they have 60 seconds to gather supplies from the truck. Most of Jalapao gets, uh, they get a lot of, like, fresh fruit and food. Timbira gets water and beans. Uh, they each get maps and compasses, and they're told they have four hours to trek to camp. But first, they have to vote. Um, and so they have to, like Patrick said, they're going to vote somebody who is not going to take the journey with them, which they should have seen through this. Like when jeff announced that i was like okay so this person just like doesn't have to do this journey oh i didn't
0: i didn't catch it at first like uh. maybe that's because i've been watching so much season 45 lately of like uh I, they talk about like the whole experience being a journey that they're going on and so i very much was like viewed the journey as the whole thing
1: so they both jala votes out um sandy who is an older woman um and timbira votes for sierra who has been like visibly sick recently she tells them after she's getting voted for that she has strep throat
0: yeah uh, which can we talk about that for a minute what the fuck how is she allowed to participate when she has strep throat
1: I mean I think in modern day they would say no and it would that's where they have the alternates and place for like
0: would is she on antibiotics? Are they giving her antibiotics?
1: Maybe. I don't know.
0: The reason I ask this is because we have seen multiple times people get, like, medivac because they have, like, a infection in their leg or something like that, like uh, Jonathan Penner in Micronesia. And they were like, if this infection gets any worse and gets to, like, your bone or your blood or something, it's gonna be really bad, so we have to medivac you. But I'm like, I'm pretty sure if they just gave him antibiotics, it would have been okay. Like, it would have still not necessarily healed correctly or something but like that would have prevented the infection from getting to his blood i think but i'm assuming they're not allowed to give antibiotics to you in the game so i mean maybe
1: that's just because his happened in the game and hers was before the game i don't know
0: yeah maybe or maybe she like i don't know i'm like usually by the time i'm done with my antibiotics for something like that i feel better so i'm like she still is visibly sick i'm confused (laughs) how she i mean she said herself
1: that it was she just found out she had strep three days ago, so it's fairly early in the cycle, I feel like.
0: Yeah, so I'm just, yeah. like, very surprised that she was there at all.
1: hmm I was wondering, so they vote those two, and then they get revealed that they get to fly in a helicopter to where the camps are instead of having to do the hike. Do you yep. do you think it would have could have been interesting if Jeff told them this was the deal before they did their vote? And then they're immediately like trying to fight over like, ooh, who's going to take the helicopter ride instead of doing the hike?
0: I kind of feel like they would have picked the same people. That's
1: what I was thinking too. Like,
0: You still want your strong people to go to the hike. Yeah. I feel like they were voting off people that they viewed as weak.
1: Right. And so if I could have, I guess it would have, it maybe would have had a little bit of more politicking. Like if other people were like, ooh, I don't really want to do it. And they're throwing their name out there or something. But I think it would end ended up with the same people voted for also.
0: And I don't know that they were allowed to politic. Like, most of them, when they were voting, didn't even know people's names. I don't think they were allowed That's to That's true, but they anything. did, like,
1: they did, uh, there was at least, like, a tiny bit of talking, because there's a quote from Coach where he said, let's get rid of the weak, or I guess maybe he just said this before they voted. He said, let's get rid of the weak players before we even start. Um, but I did, yeah, it was interesting that they had to, like, write down descriptions of people rather than their names, because they didn't even know their names yet. Yeah. Oh, uh, that was the
0: name of the episode. But boom! Let's get into uh, the players yeah. before we even start. Yeah,
1: that's one thing I like about these older seasons is sometimes the names of the episodes were just so long; they're like whole sentences. Oh don't yeah, that uh-huh. as much nowadays. <laughs> yeah, agreed.
0: Although I'm not Batman, I'm the Canadian. Was a pretty long one.
1: Um. Yeah. So both, uh, both tribes go out on their trek, while Sandy and the Sierra get to take the helicopter ride to camp um sandy's part of jalapow when she gets there well when they both get there to their separate camps they get a note that says that they can take a clue for where an idol is or they cannot and help build a shelter instead and i feel like this wasn't clear enough for me because i was like why not do but why not like do a little bit of work on the shelter and then also take the clue right which i i think
0: was possible like i think that's kind of what uh sandy does and sierra yep. also takes a clue and goes and tries to find the idol later
1: yeah she does do that later because sandy like takes the clue and then doesn't do anything towards camp at all
0: oh yeah you're right you're right but like i think it is more it's less of like a game given option and more of like a you have a clue are you going to try to earn back your like more of, like how are you going to spend your time are you, right like in trying to make it uh, make that like personal decision of theirs a little more obvious where I definitely originally interpreted it like you did of like you can either do this or that and there is no in between and that is not actually how the choice was right it's just, here's a clue do you want to use the fact that you're alone at camp to try to go find it or do you want to do that later but have to deal with people watching and try to gain favor again by building some shelter
1: yeah, because if they're allowed to do both, I definitely would do both. And I would just, like, make a pile of firewood or, like, cut some, like, things down for shelter. Like, make it look like I did some stuff and then spend most of the time idle hunting.
0: Yeah, and it'd be like, there's only so much one person can do on building a shelter in right. four hours or whatever.
1: Or lie about where you got dropped off. Be like, well, we got dropped off, like, over there, so I still had to, like, hike an hour to get here and blah, 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 blah.
0: yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I would have done that too.
1: But it didn't matter for Sandy who chose idol hunting because she's the worst, worst clue follower ever. It Like the clue was very clear. It was like, there's a, it's like dig at the stick in the beach and you look at the beach and it's all sand, except there's like a big stick sticking out of it. And it's like, oh, that's where you dig. And she's just digging like randomly all over the place. Yeah, I
0: was so confused. I was like, I need to hear like, an interview with Sandy on what the fuck she was thinking because it was so wild
1: it was really bad um so yeah so she spends all of her time digging aimlessly basically um she does before they show up she hides the note of like the clue in her bra so they can't find it and when they all show up they're very disappointed that she didn't do anything to set up the camp um she was pretty emotional I skipped over this part when she got to camp that she was like the first person voted out essentially, even though she wasn't voted out, but that's what they thought they were doing. Um so she's yeah, pretty upset about that.
0: That's what I was going to say. Sierra seemed to take this a little bit better than Sandy did. Sandy was mm-hmm. like very personally hurt by this, which makes sense because Sierra can be like, well I'm sick. They wouldn't think about this about me otherwise. Where right. Sandy was like, they just are absolutely judging me because I'm an older woman and they don't know what they're doing. Um yeah. So Sandy does not help her case over the next few episodes
1: no um on Tambira, sierra chooses not to go idol hunting and to help build up camp um and they eventually arrive after dark and sierra had put together a pretty decent looking shelter for doing this all by herself and they're pretty happy about that um
0: yeah i was pretty impressed with what sierra was able to do all by herself especially well sick like i was like i wish she just wanted to sleep but she oh yeah worked pretty hard
1: yeah i mean that's kind of the thing is like she realized like oh they already want to send me home so i need to like prove my worth here basically and so she did what she could to do that uh, the next day sandy is back at the beach digging for the idol she eventually does find the next clue um they are already finishing off water from the truck that they brought. And so they go to fill water from the stream here. Tyson, who's part of the season gets naked to keep his clothes dry. Um, yes. flag against them. Tyson, I'm liking you on the podcast. Don't like when you're just getting naked in front of people. Uh,
0: I agree with that. He did have a, he did mention on the podcast that he did the like one with Carolyn from season 44 where he was wrapping up like doing a season wrap up of season 45. So like just released like a week ago. Um, He said something about how like in older seasons, there was kind of an understanding of like, it's your job to not walk in on me while I'm naked, not my job to make sure that you don't walk in on me. And so he was definitely doing more than that here, but he was like, you know, you don't have to look like you can get away. Like it's, I do not feel like this was as bad as like Richard was in season one or eight.
1: It still oh, was not I, great. I think it was just like Richard in season one. Like they're all going there together, water together. You can't like really go in a group and then be like, okay, don't look at me now.
0: Season one, Richard was like sitting at the fire at camp. Naked.
1: That's true. Yes, that's true. Or at um, Disney. Yeah. Um, We go to the immunity challenge for this episode where they have to race across sand hills into the river to get a raft with puzzle planks and then um the two remaining people on each tribe will build a staircase from the puzzle planks and then another two will navigate a peg through a table maze and they're playing for flint and immunity jeff says during this that it's 120 degrees outside which explains why they are they look incredibly like tired and exhausted so quickly
0: yeah that thing gets uh forgotten about as the season goes on a little bit that like it is so hot Mm -hmm. it is wild how hot it
1: is um so Jalapal has a pretty big lead for a bit but then timbira has a good comeback and at the table maze and wins immunity so we spend the rest of the episode with Jalapal. um we get uh is it carolina I think it's Carolina. Right. Yeah, um, She's trying to say that they need to finish the shelter and finish stuff around camp. And Taj is like, we just need to rest and hydrate right now. And let's just like relax for a minute. Um, Spencer proposes they don't just go for Sandy because she's older. And the discussion is leaning towards Carolina. And that's what tribal council puts out. There is a good quote at tribal council where Jeff says, Sandy, you're a little crazy. And Sandy says, I'm a lot crazy.
0: There is a One of the other things that goes into this is that Sandy Actually does fairly well In the challenge and like The reason why Jalapao had such a big Lead going into the table maze Is because of Sandy she like Built the staircase very very quickly And so they were like well maybe We should keep her around Um, And Carolina did not do super well in the challenge And was bossy around camp and so they were like "Mm, Maybe Carolina should go
1: Yeah, so Carolina gets voted out unanimously, unanimously, seven to one. So we head into the next episode. Um, Some of them, it starts off with some of them feeling a little bit bad. The night after Tribal Council, Sandy's happy that she easily made it through. They get their fire started now that they've got Flint. Um, The next day, Jalapal's eating veggies, but they want protein. So they go kick a termite mound down to eat some termites. Tim, That can't be worth it, right? Uh, I doubt it. I think things that small, is just not worth it. Cause like, they're not eating like tons of them. They're eating like a few. That's not going to give you like hardly anything. Right. Plus you risk like whatever disease that bug has in it going into you. Oh yeah. That's a great point. Um, Timbir is struggling to get their fire started, even though they have their Flint, um, Sierra tells Brandon about the clue for the hidden or Brendan, the clue about the hidden idol, um, and so they, they, they also struggle to find this. They dig this like massive hole in the beach, um, which at some point they've got to be like, okay, they didn't bury it this deep. Like maybe we're right. digging in the wrong spot. Uh, but they yeah. do dig this huge hole, which they get caught digging and play it off as like, oh, it's just a big uh, fire pit for a beach bonfire. Which is and Debbie's like,
0: that sounds awesome, I right? Like, I yeah, totally do a big beach bonfire, and the rest of the tribe is like, Um, this seems like a waste of energy, which, right.
1: but they're not like
0: absolutely, yeah.
1: but they just view it as that, they don't say, like, maybe they're digging for something else. Yeah, that's fair. Um, we go to the next day to uh, on Tabira Tyson is talking about like. How they're gonna have some nice steamed fish to candace and she's like really and he's like no and i lied straight to your face and you ate it up and <laughs> that was also another good line and uh seemed like it's fun watching it's interesting watching tyson after having listened to him on the podcast and this was filmed i don't know like 15 years ago or something and how it's still very it's like exactly what i would have expected from tyson for some other so stuff
0: i do like I like Tyson on the podcast way more than I like him in this season. Like he is just uh, mean without remorse in this season. Um, Yeah,
1: I think I just, I was expecting that, but based off of how much he talked about when he first went on the show about how he just didn't care about sort of like you, like just how he's talked about how he was when he was on it. I was like ready for mean Tyson, basically.
0: Yeah, that's fair.
1: Um, We get a little bit in this too of just coach being a little abrasive in his his coaching um kind of rubbing people their own way a little bit uh at what something happens where coach was correct though even though he was abrasive and canis accepts that and says that he can kiss her on the cheek and instead of that he goes in for a big lick of her cheek instead which is real gross on uh, jalapow we find out that taj is married to eddie george football player yeah
0: um i Saw this episode before Chris did, and I texted him and said, "Hey, I need you to find out if your Seattle friends know who Eddie George is." Um, and Because I was like, "I know who Eddie George is," because Eddie George won the Heisman when he was playing for Ohio State Buckeyes. He's like very famous, specifically in Ohio and around Ohio State. Um, and I was like, I don't really follow the NFL, but, like, I know who Eddie George is. And I don't know if he is famous because he's, like, I know him because he's from Ohio or if he is, like, like a Brett Favre, Tom Brady-level famous that I would know him even though I don't really watch the NFL. Uh, turns out that he's mostly Ohio famous. But also, I was watching some later episodes with my mother-in-law yesterday, um, and I was like, oh, hey, you know Eddie George? um and she was like no i don't know who that is i was like oh like the football player and she was like no i don't watch football i have no idea who that is and she was born and raised and lived in ohio her whole life and has never heard of eddie george um and so i was like oh maybe he's he's at this weird level of fame i don't really know
1: i mean i think it is still just ohio famous but just not all famous people are known by everybody yeah that's fair he was also on um Dancing with the Stars, I believe, so people could know him from that. Oh, that's fair. Uh, yeah, he played for the Oilers and the Titans for the right rec- And Ohio State Buckeyes.
0: After being after, in the NFL, he played for the Oilers and the Titans for
1: nine seasons. Um, we go to yeah, a, ch- a very physical challenge in this episode where three members have to race and grab a ball and shoot it into a basket, while the other tries to stop them and get it in their own basket where the prize is immunity and fishing gear. And they'll send a loser to Exile Island, where a clue to an idol is. Um, Timbira ends up getting a 2-0 lead, but blows it and ends up losing 3-2. So Jalapao wins. They send Brendan to Exile Island, and there's a twist where he gets to choose somebody to go with him from the other tribe. So he chooses Taj to go with him. Um, on Jalapao, we get a little bit of celebrating, they go fishing, Steven and JT start bonding. On Exile Island, we learn that that comes with a pot, a machete, and some rice, and they must choose an urn, just randomly, between the two of them. One urn has a scroll to a clue about an idol, and the other one has nothing. Brendan gets the clue, um, and has to go open it in private. And um, it tells them that the clue, that the idol is back at their tribe, basically. And when he returns, Taj is like, hey, show me the clue. I'll help you find it. And he does. So they start bonding and kind of allying here over their clue exile. I did think, because we see this a few more times, that having to have them like walk off on their own to read it, even though they're going to share with each other, is silly.
0: Oh, I disagree. Because I think that they could act like they're sharing it and actually lie.
1: Well, I, I'm right. But like they like they physically show each other the papers. Oh, yeah, that's fair. So like he could just be like, I'm just going to show it to her. So like here, like I don't need to go private. Like I'm publicly opening this. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Um, We get some time at Timbira. Um, Candace is throwing out coach's name. And Debbie tells coach this and Tyson this um and so they think of maybe instead of going for Sierra that they'll go after Candace. Brendan returns and says that the urn had a clue um but that Taj got the clue and she didn't share it with him and that she is on the outs with her tribe. Um there's some more talk of maybe thinking Sierra instead of Candace and so that's where we're going in the tribal council is like split between these two and we go to tribal council and that's what uh, we end up going with candace getting eliminated seven to one unanimous um i will say that
0: yes that happened also before that coach told candace that he was going to vote for
1: sierra but coach tells sierra that he no it's the opposite coach tells sierra he won't vote her out and then he's voting candace or maybe he tells that to both of them um in my notes, I have it as Coach tells Sierra he won't vote her out, and that he's voting
0: Candace. But I think he also tells Candace and Aaron that he's sticking to the plan to vote out Sierra. Okay. Um, I mention this because Coach talks a lot about having a lot of honesty and integrity, and claims that he has never lied in this game. And so I'm trying to pay attention to lies because he 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 lies a lot in this game, but he claims that he does not.
1: Okay. Uh, we go to the next episode mama said there'd be days like this we start the night after tribal again aaron's trying to play off that she wasn't close with candace because now that candace is gone she doesn't want to be the next one on the chopping block we go to the next day um where aaron knows she's on the bottom and needs to outperform the other women basically to help her tribe keep her around jerry talks about how he needs to pass on eating more beans and rice he's not feeling good his stomach hurts um, on Jalapau, they go fishing. They're only catching little things and frustrating how challenging fishing is. And then they start using the little things they caught to catch bigger things. Or right, I don't yeah. think that actually happens until maybe later. No, they do. They get a bunch of oh, yeah, big yeah. fish then. Right, yeah. Uh, we go to the reward challenge. Um, this episode has two challenges. The reward challenges. Six members of each tribe are blindfolded and tied together. Or not actually tied. I don't think they're like, or are they tied together no, in this one? I, they're tied in pears oh right right, right. yes yeah, yeah yeah yeah, um and they have to fill buckets with water um and then transport them and dump them in until it gets enough weight and then they have to do the same thing with the corn and the reward is an umbrella chairs pillows blankets and to send somebody to exile again uh jalapal wins this pretty decisively timbira really struggles with giving directions and stuff like that the tribes kind of eventually figure out a method of just not doing three different sets of directions and just all like having everybody all the pairs go in like one big line especially on the return because on the way out they have to like each grab a different
0: bucket but then they have to go fill those buckets and then all come back the same way and so on the return they kind of all just like guide each other the same way um tyson has talked a lot on his podcast about really hating blindfolded challenges and watching this, I was like, oh, this makes a lot of sense. Tyson looks absolutely miserable.
1: Uh I was actually surprised how he played this one because he moved around so cautiously, and I would have thought he would be somebody who would be like more daring and just like not worry if he's gonna run into stuff, but he moved like really slowly. Yeah. I think his tribe was also surprised by that. Um yeah, so Jalapau wins this, they send Brendan to exile, and he they choose Uh, To have Taj go again. So it's the same pair going to Exile Island. On Timbira, Coach is mad that they lost. Debbie feels like it was her fault because she was the one giving instructions. Um, Coach and Tyson are allying together where Tyson uh, says he's the assistant coach.
0: Yeah, so here's another thing that really annoyed me about Coach. He says when Debbie is feeling like bad about it, he's like, okay, let's not like really talk bad about anybody like until we need to go to tribal council let's not discuss this like we don't need to be blaming anybody or talking bad about anybody uh because that's not really helpful and then he goes away with tyson and just like complains about aaron sierra and i'm like you're doing the thing that you just told everyone
1: else not to do well duh like that's how you yeah except that he
0: then argues that he has a lot of honesty and integrity i really really dislike coach I really don't like him.
1: I mean I don't think I don't think that is an example of not having honesty and integrity. Like that's just like you tell people one thing so that way you can do it without having to worry about other people doing it. Like it's not he's I, not like I don't know. I don't think that's a example of him being like a liar or anything.
0: I, I feel like he's being hypocritical. Yeah. Which I would say is not having integrity.
1: Yeah, I guess. I don't know.
0: In the way that he You might not have gotten to this yet, but later he claims he never lies in this game. And that is annoying. And he, yeah. We'll talk more about my hatred of coach in future episodes.
1: I mean, I also don't, if I don't have a problem if somebody's going to claim that they never lie, even if they lied. Like, so what? That's the game. Like, if you tell it to people and they believe you, great.
0: It is less just a claim that he never lies and more of a, like moral judgment on other people for lying because he would never lie and that i find
1: very frustrating okay well we should probably save that for later when it comes up more
0: that's that's what i just tried to do
1: um on jalapow they're happy that they won they use the tarp to improve their shelter on exile island um they learn that the item desired is surrounded by wood they discuss who that they who they should send next and they each kind of like name their seconds of Steven and Sierra. Um, and so that way it doesn't have to look as obvious that it's always going to be them every time going to exile. And if they make it to the merge, that they'll have a big alliance of four people, which will be really strong. I think this I is think a, really this is good a idea. brilliant idea. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah, this is a really nice way to use this like, to both tribes' benefits, basically, or to both people's benefits. We go to day nine. Jalapao slept really well with all of their blankets and tarps and pillows. And we go to the immunity challenge where two have to race to roll a crate back to a mat. They have to do this six times and then build a staircase from these crates to climb a tower. And Jalapao pulls out the wind here due to Timbira blowing a little bit of a lead. And um, they're just not building. The staircase has to be built and spell like a, the tribe name on the outside. And they timbira struggles to get that done correctly yeah Um, so we spend the rest of the episode with timbira where jerry is still not feeling well um which aaron is happy to hear about that because she was worried that she would be gone next um there's some more coach and assistant coach talk sierra and debbie think that jerry should go because he's not feeling well coach is angry about aaron being happy that jerry is sick he notices that like she smiled when they like said this and he makes a huge deal of this yeah um tyson gives a pep talk to jerry tells him to look strong no one's talking about voting him out um and brand brendan is idol hunting at the tree mail spot and he finds the idol hidden under the tree mail statue and hides it under a rock which has got to be dangerous, like. I guess maybe people aren't thinking about hiding it in their, like, underwear right away or, like, maybe at this time. But I would be worried about hiding it anywhere else just in case of, like, a tribe swap or anything. Like, you never know when you might leave camp. And I wouldn't want to have it left behind.
0: I think the idea is that he would grab it if he's going anywhere.
1: But he doesn't want to sit around camp and someone be like, what the fuck is in your pocket? Yeah, but you, like, I guess... But sometimes they like people show up and they're like, hey, you got five minutes. Let's go. And people are going to be like, hey, why are you running over to that rock? I think I think that he would be fine with that. Well, I'm just like.
0: I think that he would just be like, oh, well, I was, you know, I want to make sure I thought we left the machete over here or something.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, just put it in your underwear. Yeah. These idols look pretty like big. Well, he can look like he's packing. Um, Jerry says that he's starting to improve said he was thumbs down but now he's thumbs sideways another quote from tyson he says i love people i love seeing people cry when you crush their dreams real villain uh tyson going on here and we go to tribal council aaron is frustrated because she knew how to solve the puzzle but people didn't listen to her which i think is accurate like she knew what yeah. to do and people were trying to tell her other things and that's why they lost yeah totally agree with that jerry suggests that they establish a leader in brendan um, which is funny to see that conversation happen because coach is like sitting there, like clearly, like annoyed, upset that he wasn't the clear pick for leader because he's a coach, right? Um, and it is it is funny because
0: I feel like in most seasons people are like, oh, I don't want to be painted as the leader, like don't make me the leader because then I take a lot of fault for things. And coaches like, oh, what the fuck? Why is anyone else a leader? No, absolutely not.
1: Well, I, yeah, but I also. It wouldn't surprise me if they were like, we think you should be the leader coach. And he like kind of backpedaled and like wouldn't want that spotlight for reasons, like we've said, of how people on Survivor don't want to be the leader spot.
0: I think he wants the spotlight. He kind of like openly is like, no, I think that I would be a better
1: leader than Brendan. Yeah. Uh, Jerry ends up getting voted out five to two. And so we end episode three with Timbira being down one more person than Jalapau. Wait, I have them. I have him getting sent home. Six was one. it not? Was it not five two? Oh, it is six one. You're right. I don't know why I said five two. Yep, six one. Um, yeah. So those were the first three episodes. The intro to Token Sheens. It seems like an interesting season so far. I know there's several of these people who are like big in the Survivor world. Um, so it'll be interesting to keep watching and see how the interactions go down and who does well and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I will say for listeners. I knew from the very beginning who wins this. Um, partly because uh in addition to listening to Tyson's podcast, I also listened to a couple podcasts on the Rob a Podcast Network and Steven Fishback, the Steven from this season, uh does one of those podcasts. And so, like, I've heard his perspective on this season also. Um, and so between those two, this season has been pretty spoiled for me, um, but I'm still enjoying it, watching through it. Uh, I will say specifically, knowing who wins, I think, has made this more enjoyable for me to watch overall, because I get to, like, watch them specifically and see what they're
1: doing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're not doing any fantasy or predictions or anything with this season, although I do – so. Over Christmas, our sister-in-law, Sarah, suggested an idea that she had heard about that fantasy football people do that I've really been thinking about, and I think we should do for next season, season 46, drop the four to six. I think the loser should have to take the SAT. So here's what I don't like about this.
0: I prefer rewards over punishment. Mm -hmm. I like having a reward for winning more than a punishment for losing.
1: All right. The winner takes the SAT
0: no how expensive is the SAT $60 oh oh, really
1: Mm -hmm. I was I was researching it the other day
0: uh that's not as bad as I thought it was going oh boy I can't imagine taking the SAT and like sitting in a room full of 17 year olds taking the SAT
1: yeah I mean the alternative I thought of I think SAT would be the better move is to do like one of the AP tests but I think that would be harder
0: oh i don't even can you can you just sign up for an ap test
1: no but we could get like a practice one and we just like have to do it oh i see
0: um so i will tell you i was planning on this being a surprise when i ever lost fantasy but it just doesn't seem to be happening anytime soon um i was going to if i lost get you a cameo from someone that you liked from the
1: season mm, you could have not spoiled that what did that add well, if we're saying
0: that it is going to... I'm not going to buy you a Cameo and also take the SAT. Oh, yeah. It yeah. seems like you were trying to make a decision about what we were going to do.
1: Well, I mean, I we don't need to make this decision now. I'm just throwing this out there for you to think about more. We don't have to decide for a while. Okay.
0: The other thing that I like about the Cameo is that it provides something for our listeners also. Because we can, like, listen to it on air. Yeah. I also... It, it is more sustainable where, like... I don't want you to have to take the SAT twice a year for the next four years.
1: Oh, that'd Every be some good lose. data collection. Hopefully I would improve. <laughs> That's fair. I, like, low-key kind of want to take the SAT. I want to know <laughs> how. I've, I've never taken the SAT before. I want to know how I would do it. Well, then how about this? Season 46. If, I, if you win,
0: you get to take the SAT. And if you lose, you have to take the SAT.
1: I mean, we could do that. We could do. If I win, we both take it. If I lose, only I have to. Take it. That, okay, that's fair. But then is it like a competition
0: of who gets the better score on the SAT? Also,
1: no, I don't think. Uh, I don't think tests and the like should be competitive. Okay, that's a very
0: teacher answer for you. SAT is by nature competitive. It is like to compete for
1: admission yes, for other people to compare us, not for us to compare against to compare ourselves. Okay. Whatever you say. Uh Patrick, do you have a luxury item this week? I do.
0: It might have been a luxury item of yours like a year ago. You recommended this game to me a long, long time ago and I finally got around to playing it. Um I have been playing Storyteller, uh which is like a mobile game, um, where you were like it gives you basically the title of a story and you have to like create the storyboard to tell that story,
1: um, yeah, I think I played it on the Switch. Oh,
0: really? Okay, I've just been playing it on my phone because um, it got recommended to me through like my phone recommended it to me. Or maybe uh, Steam Deck. And it's like a ne- neat little like puzzle game. Basically, it'll be like uh, the the queen executes her usurper, and then you have like six frames basically to like tell that story, uh, given certain constraints of like scenes that you can do or characters that you can involve and things like that. Um and it is it's a fun little puzzle game, storyteller. Uh apparently available on Steam Deck and Switch, as Chris said, but I've just been playing it on mobile. Um and it was free through uh the reason it was recommended to me is because uh Netflix now owns it. And so like I opened Netflix on my phone and it was like, hey play these games that you that we have. Uh and so Netflix told me to play Storyteller, and I have been. So it's free if you have Netflix.
1: Yeah, I like that one a lot. There are some that were uh, surprisingly tricky to try to figure out, like, how am I going to pull this story off in, like, this few number of panels? Um,
0: yeah, it is... Uh, the, at first, it was very easy, and it has gotten tricky pretty quickly.
1: I will... This is not my luxury item this week, but um, we had a... When I mentioned Chance of Sonar recently to some friends somebody recommended um the case of the golden idol game and when you finish storyteller i think you would really like case of the golden idol um it's on switch it's pretty cheap like 10 or 15 bucks um but it is kind of a similar thing where like you are just you're shown a scene and you can like click on people and it'll show you their like inventory and all of their stuff adds like you get a word bank of all the items you see basically and then it has a story and you have to fill in the story with the word bank of like what happened here oh that's interesting yeah. it's like solving mysteries but they each like uh they kind of it's sequential and so like in story 3 you might be like oh i already know who this person is because they were in story 1 and so you already like can label who they are um and it's set up well where it's like i was kind of overwhelmed at first and then i got back into it um but it's set up well where like you have a screen where you can just like identify the people and it'll tell you like if you try to label them all and it'll say like you have two of the names wrong or you have a bunch of the names wrong and so you can get those locked in which then like makes it a little bit easier to figure out the story and stuff like that um yeah the yeah that sounds fun that sounds like a mix between chance of snar and storyteller Mm -hmm. yeah i think you'd really like it the um most recent cracking the cryptic episode of chance of sonar they finished it and then they started playing this game that's what got me back into it i was like okay maybe i'll try it again so if you want to see like the first chapter to see what it's like you could watch them play it on there oh nice um, okay. my recommendation this week is also going to be a game that my roommate bianca recommended to me two days ago called Up boy commits tax evasion I love tax evasion. Um, it is uh, kind of like a very mild, mild, sort of old school Zelda style game where you're just like wandering around, you like find a weapon, you're completing these like mini dungeons, so to speak. It's it's very simple. So if you're expecting like Zelda style and you might be let down just with like the simplicity of it, but it's very cute. The dialogue is really funny and uh, yeah, it was only like five bucks on the switch, turnip boy commits tax evasion. I played it all in like a couple hours, but it was well worth it. And there's a sequel coming out, I think, in like a month called Turnip Boy Robs a bank. Um, so I will definitely be playing that as well. Um, next awesome. week, listeners, we will be talking about the next four episodes of season 18, four five six seven Uh, one of which is um a look back episode, so it's really only like three episodes. Um and yeah if you have any games you want to recommend to us any things you're getting into for the new year email us at tribal council podcast at gmail.com and for this week of tribal council this is chris signing off this is patrick and the tribe has spoken
0: oh yeah oh yeah